Hey everybody, it's Jukebox, and you're listening to the Maritime Milson Podcast, brought to you by Tier 1 Scenarios, Rap 4 Canada, Jester's Tactical Sports Center, and Unanistan 3D Print and Cut. This week, the boys chat with Evan Henshaw of Widowmaker Industries. <laughs> Somebody's got his big boy panties on. You're damn right. And they're <laughs> lacy as hell. Ooh, ooh, that is. Now it's a party. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, everyone, welcome to episode 44 of the Maritime Milson Podcast. I'm your host, Hooligan. You've no. got... No, don't even start. we got friend and teammate, Nightmare. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? I've got the uh, other friend and teammate, Guardian. Hey, how's it going? Again, buddy, enthusiasm. Come on, this is like six episodes I in a row. I thought I was going to go first. Why would you go first? Because I'm the Guardian. Important. Put your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. Nightmare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I went first. No, you're just the host. The host always has to go first. That's fine. No, it's a a shit sandwich. It goes goes good, Wait, who's this guy talking? I haven't heard him introduced yet. I don't know who that is. (laughs) That guy there, that's Jester from uh, Jester's Tactical Sports Center. Hi, everybody. Good evening. (laughs) That was a Guardian impression. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right. I thought you were doing Eeyore for a second. Yeah, I, I focused a little on Eeyore just to, to make it emphasize well. Oh, fantastic. Oh, That's... <laughs> That's My great. house blew down again. Oops. My buy-sell trade didn't work this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we also actually have a, a guest on, like usual. Uh, a real have, person. A real person, yes. We have uh, Evan Henshaw from uh, Widowmaker Industries. What's that What's name up? again? Evan Henshaw. Woo! Oh, that's a really grand entrance there. <laughs> Who from what company? I'm just some guy. I'm a glorified stock boy. Stock boy. <laughs> Cute shorts. <laughs> oh, come on now. You got to at least be like glorified supervisor stock boy. No, see, there was uh, there was a point in time uh, when I was just starting in this industry, and there's lots of other brands developing and. There were there were people that that were giving themselves titles like CEO and stuff like that. You know, you can't be a CEO without a board of directors. So it's just kind of, right. I decided to make fun of that. So I actually had business cards made with a whole bunch of different titles and like stock boy and envelope <laughs> liquor and stuff like that, just, <laughs> just kind of to mock other people because I was just we were getting a really big kick out of all these companies that were saying they had CEOs and yada yada yada. So you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a director of uh, of WMI Sports. It's uh, Pretty much the title you give when there's a single owner. So, uh, yeah. you know, I can't say I'm a CEO. So I just found more fun. We actually technically also have a uh, director of bacon cookery. Nice. Yeah. At, yeah. Uh, at an event, we had a guy cooking food for us the whole time. So that he earned that title. Kind That's like well when earned. I worked on base. We were a bunch of dumb kids who got hold of a label maker. And, <laughs> yeah. Mm. And, uh, we uh, we discovered above our fridge a giant walk-in cooler as army base. It actually had this tiny little label to dairy liquids, uh, rather than just milk. Yep. And so we ended up becoming we were in charge of juice and, and dairy. So we were uh, beverage technicians uh, overseeing the glucose hydration formula and the dairy liquids, and we managed to fit that all on name tags. Well, that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. It was great. And Good that, times. That's all they wore was the name tag. Hell yeah. Sexy as hell. Not really. Very liquid. <laughs> no, it wasn't fun. Anyways, enough about me for now. Finally. With your weird, weird antics. 
whatever. I was like 16, and it Ooh, was, Argonaut stories, right? Camp Argonaut is one of those jobs <laughs> that I just I couldn't get fired from. I hit a guy with a plate, and they just moved me to the next room over. <laughs> so, you went to Argonaut? Well, I worked at Argonaut. Who? Weird. We were definitely there at the same time. You now have Guardian's attention. Aww. <laughs> You guys had one of those serendipitous moments and didn't know it. It's true. He handled your dairy. Avoid each other. Oh, <laughs> by the way, if you ever got sick, it's probably our fault. We <laughs> we broke every health law in the book. So before this turns into a lawsuit against Hooligan and his antics from years ago, <laughs> tell us more, Evan. <laughs> This recording is based on a fictional rendition of things that... Oh, no, wait, they did that. <laughs> if any yeah, they people, know. places, or names are, are coincidental, something or another, I'll find that later. I'll say it at the end. Change to pr- pr- uh, protect the guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Innocent until proven. Anyways, yeah. So, Evan, why don't you tell us what, uh, what Widowmaker Industries is all about? Well, I mean, it's kind of... Uh, it's been an interesting chain of events over the past few years. I, uh, I started out around... Well, I guess over three years ago now, um, just with a couple little things, um, just kind of for the hell of it, I was uh, I was a stay-at-home parent when my daughter was born, and uh, I just kind of wanted to inject my own, you know, uh, I don't know how to say it, just kind of wanted to, wanted to inject myself in the industry in general. Um, so we started uh, with a couple of friends, magfedpb.com which is a long-distant thing of the past now. Nobody even remembers what it was at this point. Um, but it was a blog for news about MagFed games, um, products, the industry in general. Um, and that grew to a point where uh, I started to become involved more with uh, some of the brands that I was working with and eventually led to a job offer uh, doing promotional work with Milsig. Um, and then from there, I uh, ended up, being signed the Canadian distribution after things fell apart with the guys out uh, there, the old distributor in Canada, the guys out west. Um, so I, I kind of flew by the seat of my pants and took over from there. Um, but I mean, I come from uh, a lot of experience in the customer service industry. So to me, it's kind of a number one always, even before selling stuff. Because if you don't have the service to back up your sales, then well, you're the next guy that's going to go out of business. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. So with Widowmaker Industries, there's also Patch Panel. Yes. Right? So tell us about that. So Patch Panel is actually kind of where it all started for me on a business level. Uh, I uh, was laid off from my job while I was on parental leave. So knowing that, I was completely broke and I didn't have much money left in my name. So I found some stuff I knew could sell, which was patches. Um, I had always said to friends that, you know, at the time, patches were becoming a growing craze, but they hadn't really hit their peak, and there was never a website where you could find all of them in one spot. So that's what I said I was my goal, and I, I essentially um, took my last $200 I had to my name and bought some patches, and then they sold really quickly, and then I bought some more, and then I bought some other brands, and then it grew into this website that, well, I, I sell, you know, just about, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say all of them, but I sell a lot of different patches. We have about 700 different SKUs on our website now. Uh, morale patches, identification patches, lots of custom stuff, you know, from the really horrendously offensive to things that no one will ever get. <laughs> um, and as of this year, that's grown also into offering custom patches for teams, businesses, events, things like that. And that's actually been a, a hugely booming uh, 
endeavor for us. It's, and they uh, turn out awesome, just saying. Yeah, we we actually, Jesse, who is our designer, he's very, very talented. Um, and it's just kind of, this has suited him perfectly. So at this point, when he was, at, uh, he started as our designer for, you know, just everything in general. And at this point, he pretty much just does patches 24-7. It's all he does because we have a lot of people coming to us seeing the design work he's done and saying, well, I want a patch that looks like that. And to make it to make it look like, you know, the good ones, we, we have to start from the ground up. So, you know, we, we're spending just as much time doing design work as making patches at this point. It's become his full-time job. <laughs> I can picture him in your basement right now with a spotlight and tied to a chair, just turning out patch designs every couple minutes, just begging for more water and no, we, we actually share a desk so you know oh the so you're down there ch- uh, chained with him yeah the first uh what is it probably six months in our warehouse he actually worked in the warehouse side as opposed to the office just because he liked the peace and silence but uh our warehouse <laughs> doesn't stay stay super warm in the winter so ah. it changed pretty quickly once it got cold out <laughs> <laughs> wow so uh speaking of custom i don't know if sorry just it brought to my mind uh, there's a picture of us from the game that we were just at in PRZ and this is one you should definitely put into production but <laughs> Jukebox <laughs> came up with the idea of, of pillows paintballers I'd like to operate with so we're going to try and do up a design and I expect to see that in the store in a matter of like six months <laughs> alright <laughs> oh, look easiest business pitch I've ever done yep no um so you're you basically handle most, if not all, of the mill sig stuff in Canada. Uh, entirely, yeah. We are the exclusively licensed distributor for Canada. So if you find it at any store in Canada, it came from us in the first place, um, or, and that or, that's been the case for about two and a half years at this point. Okay, so you okay, perfect. So if you find anything, if anyone else says, you know, can't get it anywhere else but here, they're lying. They're full of it, yeah, pretty much, unless they yeah. snag some cool limited edition stuff and uh, are the only ones with it left. Yeah, all right. I see how that works. Cool. Um, the name Widowmaker Industries. Where did it come from? Uh, Killed a guy. Dictionary. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I uh, it was it was a nickname that I earned uh, playing paintball. This was probably eight or nine years ago. Um, and uh, there was I had another nickname I was going by at the time, but there was a an event where there was a bunch of guys hiding in some tall grass and I got a good angle on them and dove in there with one of the Tipman big boy grenades and <laughs> screamed mercy. And the ref told them they all had to come out because I had a grenade. Um, even though I didn't set it off. You just and jumped in with it. There was hand? like 25 people in that bush. <laughs> wow. Uh, which I did not know going into it. Otherwise I probably wouldn't have done it. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, as we were walking away, some somebody made a comment about this guy's the widowmaker, and uh, it, it kind of stuck. So the reason it got used for business was because I had absolutely no friggin' idea what to call a business when uh, I was very abruptly assigned the Canadian distribution for Milsig. Um, you know, I had a, a very short, like less than one week window of time to create a business, register a corporation, uh, set up a website, you know, get a bank account, do everything. It was a very short period of time, so it was essentially what I came up with. But we ended up. Registering as WMI Sports Widowmaker Industries. Um, what was that? That was emphasis to his statement. It's yeah, a trademark exactly. sound that goes off. Yeah. Yep. I just had an idea. 
Uh, <laughs> it's called an epiphany. That was my computer making other noises. And, uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty much where it came from was just uh, more or less it was a, I didn't know what else to use. <laughs> I'm not I'm stuck. I'm not I stuck horribly with my name. I built a reputation for myself with MagFed PV, and, you know, I, I guess people were starting to recognize who I was. So to tie the two together was really helpful when it came to, uh, you know, I started off in a point where the brand did not have a wonderful reputation due to, well, the reasons the other guys got fired. Um, so having a name that people knew and could understand definitely helped my cause. Cool. Very cool. Um, what's your favorite marker? Because I know you handle Milsig. So, I mean, you're probably like legally obliged to say that it's a Milsig marker. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, how so, about this? What was your favorite marker before you got into Milsig? Yes. Uh, I have a PESL8R. I still own it, though I haven't used it in upwards of four years. Um, and it, I love that thing to death. It's, it's a great gun. That was quick. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's the it's the one I used for the most period of time, and uh, you know pe- people don't realize this, but I you know I I was a speedball guy for for much longer than anything else. Um, so you know my roots are deeply ingrained in that. But uh, that that thing was my baby. It never let me down. So yeah, that would be my favorite to this day. I haven't used any of the new stuff, so I, I can't really say anything new. <laughs> That's not bad. So, uh, what's your favorite Milsig marker? The SMG. It's uh, <laughs> it's just kind of changed the way a lot of things work for us. Um, you know, it's one of the first markers we've done that's actually modeled after something real. Um, so that was definitely a kind of a new step forward in in the Milsig history. It's always been about function over form, um, but you know, now that function is in such a great spot, you know, going for form is the next step. So, um, I mean, it's, it's a nice balanced weight. I'm not going to say it's light, uh, but it's a nice balanced weight, uh, and they work amazingly. I mean, we're six months into them being on the market and I have yet to do any tech support on one yet. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. I know I got to, I got to handle one and I was, I went to short, (laughs) shoulder it and I was blown away by how tight you can get the marker. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I use the HCS as what it comes with, but I because I run a remote line now, that that stock has made me like running a remote line again. Um, I run it at like two notches out, so it's super compact. Yeah, it's, and how much are these running for nowadays? Uh, they are six ninety nine Canadian, uh, five twenty nine US, I believe. Our, our wow. wonderful Canadian dollar sucks, so. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I know I've seen these things in action. I know. Uh, uh, the other jester from a team called the Wolverines. I don't know if Scotia. He runs one. I think he does. Yeah, and after Fulcrum, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He does. Out there with them. He yeah. swears <laughs> by that thing, man. Yeah, I've seen him one hand it. Like it's not even there. Yeah, he, yeah. I the mean, day he got it, he came over to me and it was like nightmare. Light, Look at this. It's balanced enough that you can totally one hand it with ease. Mm-hmm. Well, to to put it this way, Valkyrie yoinked my HCS that was delivered this weekend. So I won't be putting that on my M17, but the way I like to run in my M17 and the SMG is as a secondary and use my T15 as a primary if I ever get more mags for it. But that's how lightweight and versatile these uh, these markers are, These the SMG and the M17. They're just brilliant, brilliant little well, markers. I mean, that was a big focus. Reliable. When we first launched the CQC, um, 
you know, everybody was afraid of, of a polymer marker and, you know, I won't beat around the bush. We did actually have problems at the beginning with that, but that was kind of an unforeseen thing, uh, a very weird technical thing. Um, but the reality is, is that they're all steel framed underneath and steel yeah. is stronger than aluminum. So any of the stuff that did happen was cosmetic, but it was actually caused by really extreme temperatures during shipping. So a little bit of a minor correction there and that solved all those problems. Um, nice. but one of the cool things about it is that steel frame is like a skeleton inside and then the polymer is just a cosmetic covering. You know, all Hold you on. do is Hold make on. it look pretty. So you're basically saying that an, a mil sig with its polymer and steel is the Wolverine of paintball. <laughs> Less blood and killing, but otherwise. But no, yes. the body of it. Oh, that's awesome. There's a new selling point. Given that it's... Nelson is actually a Canadian as well, um, that would that would really play into it well, being oh. a Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, if I ever get one, I'm just going to immediately name it the Wolverine. No, I can't. I already did <laughs> Not it. Not if I get one first. <laughs> now we're all just going to race to see who can get it quickest. <laughs> I'll win. <laughs> what, right, I'll, I'll call it Lucille the second? <laughs> no, he wants it to work. Oh. Oh, come on now. Oh. Lucille works when she wants to. <laughs> oh. She didn't she like the works. paint at PRZ. She's not very well. She did not like the paint. I don't know. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the paint was incredibly brittle. It was cold. So yeah, I, I found a couple people that were saying later in the day they were having problems, but that's just kind of like I, I've what never been able. Day, you let the paint sit for long enough, and it will get cold enough that uh, it becomes a problem. Yeah, like I've never, I've never been able to drop graffiti and just have it crack on the ground. It's always bounced. It was, it was probably the temperature. So one of the only, you know, kind of negatives to PRZ is that where they store the paint isn't really climate controlled, so it was probably cold to start with. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, usually when we play there in colder weather, we bring one of those heaters that you put on top of a propane can, and nice. we'll usually keep all the paint in one corner of the tent and aim the heater that way. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That works. Good call. Yeah, because even, uh, even my Helix mag cracked the ball. I'm wow. getting a wicked echo. So, yeah. Oh, bugging me. Bugging, bugging, bugging you? Yes. yes. Okay, no, seriously, we got to fix the echo. It's your side. Yeah, mine's fine. Weird. Echo's gone. Oh. <laughs> and we're good. Um, I, think, I think Guardian was screwing around with you. Well, probably. And the uh, thing was with my Helix mag, I found when I was cleaning them, um, I had to accidentally... Uh, took it apart and it was actually a ball broken at the end hmm. like when i had uh i don't know something happened anyways it broke a ball at the very back it was strange but the paint was, it was i graffiti. can tell you why that happened <laughs> yeah yeah thing is, is when the follower can only be in one position in its locked position when you release it if there's any type of gap in the mag and you can create a gap just by inconsistencies in paint size yeah. So now that follower is essentially going to punch the last ball. Yeah, it. I think that's what it kind of did. But it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, I mean, it's it's why we put that video up about loading our mags and you know how to make them feed flawlessly. Um, and it's become helpful because I I saw lots of people running into the same problem, and it's because there's that gap at the end, and the follower punches the last ball. <laughs> yeah, everyone's always worried about they want that rattle, right? You want to have no pressure on the ball, but then you do that and it punches through the back paintball but yeah i mean in our the way we show to do it you're leaving them out of tension but by so little that there's not even a millimeter of gap between uh you know the the first the last ball and the detent on the mag that works so um yeah but yeah no it was just it was graffiti i had never experienced before 
I'd yeah, I'd, I'd say it was the temperature. I mean, it wasn't exactly warm, so. Yeah. Yeah, that affects it unless you're using uh, cold weather specific stuff. Yeah, there is a winter graffiti, but I don't think that's hit shelves yet. No. No, no it's still too warm during the day. So it, it wouldn't surprise me because that skit was was uh, there the night before. Yeah. Because so, I'd used the paint the night before and I didn't have any breaks. And then during the day, so it must have gotten really cold overnight. But it I happens. think I actually like the uh, the first batch of winter paint because you know it's fresh. Yeah, it shoots so. There's, there's a well. pretty good chance it wasn't made the year before. Yeah, like when uh, Seabreeze uh, last winter got their first batch of ice in, it shot so straight all day. Like everybody was loving it. Not a single complaint from anybody. And then, you know, as time goes by, paint's getting older, and then it degrades, obviously. But yeah. it's just that first time it comes in fresh off the shelves, you know it was freshly made. I think the batch we got was only a week and a half old, too. So it was crisp, yeah. beautiful paint. That's impressive. I know that Inca we used last year at Jester's Place was – that was shooting pretty good. Yeah, that was Inca Ice as well, and that was very fresh. Yeah, it I had, shot really well. Uh, Hand pressed it the day before. Oh, gotcha! Handmade paint. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's oh, that new, uh, it's that new hipster, hipster. I like uh, to, I like to handle everybody's balls before they go play a game. But and we appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> That's funny. Now, my question for you, Jester, is: uh, Shall we see any trenches this year? Yep, I've expanded it. Uh, sorry, Evan. Uh, last year, I hosted uh, Hoth on Earth. And I took my snowblower, and we had a bunch of snow, and it was about four feet high, and blew a bunch of trenches. Ha, <laughs> blew trenches. Matt. And this year, what we're going to do is we have the trench system, and we're going to have the uh, bunkers afterwards, so you have to break into the rebel stronghold and, and flush them out. So a Hoth on Earth too. Yes. Hmm. And Evan, you're invited. Okay. I do want to go to a game at East again, but... I don't know. It's cold enough here in the winter. I think you guys get it even worse. Yeah. We Although it might be hard breeze. if we're going to have that mild winter this year. We're not going to have a mild winter. What are you talking about? No. We live in the Maritimes. Uh, there's, there's been talks of a slight like, mild okay. winter. The wasp nests are yeah, all over one, 20 one feet. One people say it's going to be a mild winter, and the other group says it's going to be the coldest winter ever. So, you know, yeah. let's roll the dice. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Somebody's right. Here's yeah, the thing, though, about. is, yeah, those people, they're like, yeah, it's a mild winter. So mild to them is like, oh, it's going to be three degrees warmer than it ever has been before, which I guess on a global scale is like the end of the world. But to us, it's like, hmm, that's the difference between standing in the sun and standing in the shade. It's going yeah. to be cold as balls. We're in the Maritimes. And on that note, it is time. Oh, yeah. And I got new questions. Ooh. For hobnobbing with hooligan. Hobnobbing wow. question time with hooligan. Hobnobbing. Really? Right, guys, I quit. Yeah. I can That's... do to not hear that again. Yeah, he does it <laughs> every time, and I can't stop nope. him. It's different every week. It I is. Realize that. I still can't. My stop question him. is: Do you practice? Do you actually have this written down? No, it just comes to me. Just comes no, to you, eh? It's all spontaneous. Nice. Okay, That's the best so way to do it. I got some new questions that I'm actually going to put at the start. We're going to get okay. through those. We're going to go through those ones first. So, uh, sorry, I'm sorting stuff out because I forgot. Because I gave you a long intro and everything. No, that was a really short intro compared to the others. Come on now, bye. Oh, okay. I'll do it again? No. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. 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 Now? 
Yeah. So, Evan, I don't know if you know what's going on or not, but I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. you got 60 seconds to answer as many as you can. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Prepare me for this. That's what she said. That's the point. Nobody's supposed to be prepared. See? Yeah. Well, unless they listen to last week's show, then they know what's coming. Right. This is a good way to also tell who actually listens to the show or not. Oh, you're busted. Not yeah. to put you on the spot there, Evan, but... <laughs> um, so far... And nobody has answered all of our Blake. Blake was the only one that answered all of them in time. Yes. So nobody's been able coaching. to do it. We we don't have a record for brick top because we just <laughs> it was brick top. I feel I've been set up for failure here. Uh no you have. Oxidization. Yeah, just remember oxidizing. <laughs> okay. Go back and listen to the second last episode and you'll understand that. I'm going to have to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> Better yet, go back and actually listen to most of them. Download all of them. I could use the downloads. He could. Anyways. Uh, Ready. So, Evan, yeah, like I said, he's going to count us in. you got 60 seconds. I'm going to ask them as clearly as I can. I'm two beer in now, so hopefully I won't slur my speech too bad. So we're going on two then? No, we're going to go on now. Now? When I say it or when you say it? When you say it. So Evan says it, or I say it? You say it. Oh, okay, so, like, just testing right now. I just say the word now, and you guys are already going. That's fine, yes. Okay. Evan, you ready? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so, anytime, and now. Blue, red, or yellow? Blue. If you could combine any three foods, what would they be? Chocolate, cheese, and bacon. What's your favorite cheesy 80s movie? Uh, God, do I remember the 80s? The Breakfast Club? What's your favorite tactical accessory? Uh, pants. Favorite brand of pizza? Pizza has brands? Um, <laughs> uh, two for one? <laughs> Which way do you put toilet paper on, over or under? Over. Stranded on a tropical island, what's one item do you take? Porn. <laughs> Which movie would you rather be in Final Destination or Saw? Saw? My favorite hot sauce. Uh, there's one called Widowmaker Sauce. Yep. <laughs> Why is the sky blue? <laughs> uh, optical refraction of water. Time. Uh, Time. Okay, so you got through... Uh, Got through 11 of, of, uh, <laughs> can you count that high? Yes, Use your toes. 19. 19. 11 out of, oh, of 19. That's impressive. Yep. Yep. Cause that would have been, that's equal to, is that good? No. Wait, wait so there's <laughs> a reset number of questions. Yeah, I have a list of 19 questions. But is it 19 every time? <laughs> Yes. No, that's uh, no. Uh oh, did somebody <laughs> screw up? No, because I added, I added four more. So just give me two seconds to do the math here. Two, so that'd three, be fifteen. Four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two beer in. <sighs> <sighs> and they're big ones, the mm-hmm. Heineken kegs. It's actually two. Yeah, it's two kegs. It's, it's, and you're alive. Good for you. I know, right? He's a hooligan. Gold right. star. Did you remember to push the big red button this week? I pushed the big red button like 30 (laughs) minutes ago. 
Scratch that. Actually, actually, I pushed the button about 46 minutes ago. So there has, been, in fact, been a situation where you recorded an entire episode without actually recording. Twice. 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 Uh, no, once, and then I forgot to record the half. first 10 minutes. No, it was 17. Whatever. Round and down. <laughs> One of them, we, we had to do the same episode twice, though. Yeah, that yeah. sucked. That was awkward. I imagine it was far worse the second time. It was. The first one was so great because we were oh, all just like giddy so and well. idiots. And then I and then I I fumbled so hard. And we were trying to pretend it didn't happen, but yeah. And I was angry. I was livid. I was like breaking <laughs> stuff in the background. At least it was an early episode. And no one remembers. Right. It's actually not even on there anymore. Because <laughs> we ran out of. We're running out of storage, so I have to delete the previous episodes. Nice. <laughs> you keep them somewhere, though? Yeah, on my hard drive. And oh, okay. YouTube. I was going to say, yeah. I thought YouTube was the plan. So sweet. Yeah, everything's being kept on YouTube. Cause Actually, we've been keeping it all on, on your Xbox hard drive there, Guardian. That's mm-hmm. why you're getting some uh, lag on your system. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's happening. It's all being kept on the Xbox. So that wasn't too bad, Evan. You didn't do too bad. We're proud of you. We're, we are. I'll have to remember that. I'll, I'll have to try and challenge my record later on. We'll bring yeah. you back on for a re- for a rematch. A refill. We'll bring you on for a refill. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at my beer and thinking, I need a refill. <laughs> um, Evan, what's the biggest event you've ever attended? What is the biggest event I've attended? Uh, was Saga we asked the questions here, I sir. I feel like a couple of... <laughs> yeah, shove it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wasaga Beach a few years ago was over 2,000 people, I believe. Um, so that, I think it was actually our first year, uh, officially attending there. Um, and we were totally not prepared for that either. Okay, like totally unprepared as in like you crashed and burned or totally unprepared as in you just sort of held on by the skin of your teeth? Yeah, I held down, held on and bent over and took it. Yeah, you know, we, we actually <laughs> almost ran out of product to sell. That is, sounds awesome. horrible. That sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah, that's, that's always <laughs> so that a terrible an thing. One. It's just, I don't think we were ever prepared for the sheer volume of people because I think the biggest game we had gone to before that was like 600 people. Oh, oh yeah, no. just 600 people. <laughs> well, I mean, Ontario has been been a paintball mecca for a long time, so you know, thousand person games at a at a period of time were normal. They were like one once a month. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, the, the the landscape has changed a lot since then, but. It's, Things have uh, become it, more expensive. I don't actually well, think it's about being more expensive other than the fact that some of the big games are charging way more than they do on a normal day. So yeah. I think the average weekend, the fields are actually much busy, busier than they used to be, and the big games are not as popular. You know, 2,000 people at Wasaga Beach, it's a massive field, but there are still points where you're using groups of people as a bunker. Yeah, yeah I always Absolutely. I always laugh <laughs> when I see the the videos coming from like the big, big games and you just see 60 people piling behind one bunker. Well, it's cool because what I really like about those games is that everybody gets the opportunity to pull like a a Rambo move and pop over a hill and shoot like 60 people. That's yeah. But then in return, they get like 120 shots. Sorry, say that again. In return, when they receive like 120 shots, like well, they take out they six, but then they just cover, get covered in paint. Like, oh, totally. Yeah, not that's like it. the same. That's the same premise as like the slapsticks, right? At like uh, Living Legends, <laughs> yeah, not, you're that. not there to get out of it. You're there I to get like into it. That's true. So, you know, the the whole point is because you want to be that guy who just 
gets lit up because we're we're sadists. Like you like do it once to say you did it, and then you yeah. never do it again. Yeah, it's like uh, Castle it. Conquest uh, in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, it was it, it's a good you know over a thousand person game, and uh, if you charge through the castle doors at any point in the day, you're getting shot about two hundred times. Ooh. But they use this really blue, watery-filled paint, and it turns you into a Smurf by the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Sick. Yeah, no, biggest game I've ever been to was was in Nova Scotia, and it didn't end well for the other team. So I didn't actually get lit up all that much, but uh, the other team did. It was great. I mean, uh, Guardian got to see Wasaga this year, but unfortunately, I think it was actually the lowest year that uh, Wasaga has had. So, and there was still a lot of people there. <laughs> that's okay because we named uh, Guardian Captain Slow, so that's the speed he likes to go. Hmm. He likes the slow approach and take. I like to drink all that in, Guardian. Everyone's got the jokes today. Meanwhile, I'm trying to segue for. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm segueing for you. This is this is your point to come into the conversation now. Wait, Guardian's still here. <sighs> okay. Nightmare, why don't you tell us about PRZ and how much you enjoyed your trip? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I was going to do a cardboard cutout, and I got shot at by my own teammates. It was fantastic. Yeah, did you see that shot right off the dome? Oh, I took a selfie with you. I never posted that online. Aw. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people. Did you see, Jor- did you see uh, George Unanistan's face while he was holding your cardboard cutout. That was kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah. Was, he was, was, making who was kissing you? I can't tell who that is. Who was kissing you? Yeah. Slim. We already know who was kissing you. Slim? slim. Okay. I was like, what the hell? Who? I had no idea who it was at all. It was your date. What? Isn't it your dream date? Like, the, you know, having a kiss from Slim like that? Yeah. At PRZ? Phew, you got me. <laughs> Them bro crushes. <laughs> Bromance. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty funny. We we busted it out near the end, and we were like, uh, I walked up to Slim, and I was just like, I, I said, you know, Nightmare Brian. He goes, yeah, yeah. He says, I got a cutout of him there, and he just goes, where? <laughs> and then when we get up there, George already has it. He already yeah. has it. Freaking George. There were if George had it, horrible things have been done to it. Oh, great. Good thing oh. I'm never gonna actually see that cardboard yeah. cutout. There's probably a hole in the back of it already. Oh, probably. <laughs> the best part was we, we we took it to the chrono station and we shot the hell out of it because, well, it was just too much fun. And That was uh, you and Cheese, wasn't it? No, it was me and Jen. Jen Dirtle, actually. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah, Oh, Dirt. thanks, Mrs. Dirtle. <laughs> so we, we shot at it and uh, and then we forgot it there. So the, the field owner was just like, you want your cutout back? <laughs> We're like, what the hell are we going to do with it? <laughs> Oh, we need him for Wednesday for the show. <laughs> should have like taken him up to the third floor and mounted him on the roof as a permanent fixture. Oh, that would have been sweet. We should have, if we were really smart, uh, we would have uh, used him to poke out of doorways against snipers, <laughs> which would have been hilarious because you know you would have gotten like that dome. that first strike round. <laughs> it would have just, with the ability of spinning, it would have just like bored its way through the cardboard. I'm sure, <laughs> which would have been like, hilarious. Like a random drill bit just going off, right? And I would have lost it laughing right there. I would have had to walk away and just quit because I would have been laughing. Um, well, actually, I got a serious question, though. Um, oh, no. Evan, uh, Valkyrie got herself an I-4 last night, and I posted a picture talking about um, <laughs> visibility with it and how it was very slow or low visibility. 
but I could breathe with it. And then you said you showed me a picture of your KLR, and you appeared to have more visibility with yours than I had with the i4. Yeah. So I was wondering about that because the i4, like I could barely see two inches in front of my face, but your KLR um, from the picture looked like you had a really good peripheral. Is that a yeah, really I mean, good I, mask? I could see just about everything. It was a little hazy. Um, I, okay. I, it probably fog up after a lot of running now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's now, that one. That was just a single pane lens that you had on that, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I was looking okay. at that and I was thinking, you know, you can't see that well through the i4 that he had on, but you know, it's going to stop a paintball. Well, I'm not sure about that KLR. That yeah, uh, it would uh, yeah, that thin, yeah, flimsy I'd, plastic. That was death <laughs> may happen. Well, with the KLR, hey, I mean, it um, can't be any worse than all those Chinese clone i4s that are floating around. So, oh my oh. God, I'm <laughs> waiting that's, for that's one what of those. That. It's, is everyone's like, oh, these, oh, these, their i4 knockoffs are so good, and it's like, you know what? I'd rather have the Protection. mock KLR than than that fake. You'd rather uh, wear a cardboard box on your head? Yeah, honestly, because <laughs> at least I know what I'm getting into, and I won't be surprised when I take yeah. one through the box to the face. You actually will, because you totally wouldn't have seen it coming. You will yeah. be absolutely surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and these maps. They're, they're getting shot at with A5s. Uh, one of the guys on on the internet there and Bookface did a test with an A5 at 20 meters, and it shattered uh, the mask. Yeah, well, it's to be expected. I mean, those were I I actually know who makes them, um, okay. and they were they're meant for airsoft. So it's because the airsoft market in China and Japan is all over the I4. You know, of course, this yes. guy is well known for if it's a plastic part, he's going to copy it. Okay. Gotcha. So it is an airsoft-specific mask that people are bastardizing. That's what it was intended for. It's just, you know, you're yeah. never going to be able to directly tell people, you know, that they never tested or it's not safe or whatever. You know, it's all going to get lost in translation. And honestly, it's China. They just don't really give a shit. It's getting very yeah, scary. Every day I see more and more posts on Bookface about people buying these masks online and going, hey, I bought this. It says you know what? Paintball. It's no worse than all the people who went and bought the uh, the fishing versions of the Save Face masks at Bass Pro Shops. Yes. Yeah. They were oh like twenty nine ninety nine, except they didn't uh, they didn't meet the standard of the the lock for the lens having to go through the actual lens. Nice. Uh, so they were just like pop in tabs, and you give it a shot on the right angle, the lens just flew right out of them. Oh wow. You know what, I'm seeing more and more, because uh, I get it, like the Canadian dollar, the economy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, people are looking for cheaper and cheaper options. But it's scary how many people are willing to just try and balance safety and cost. And they're like, you know, well, yeah. it's well, cheaper. With those fake I-4s, like, honestly, unless you look closely at them, you can't tell. No, yeah. they're kind they, of they odd-shaped, but they did a damn good job. And I guess the new lenses, or the current I-4 lenses actually fit in the mask. Oh, do they? They yeah. do, but... Well, that's good. Uh, but the mask itself is still brittle material. And I know with my Airsoft mask, because I have one for paintball and I have one specific for Airsoft, it's lighter, it's designed I mean, to take a BB, not a paintball shot. Yeah. Now, yeah, speaking exactly. of masks... I mean, they're rated to an ASTM standard, but it's yeah. a different one. Yeah, exactly. it's a different standard altogether, because, I mean, it's, you know, it's and night that's, and day. And that's the problem is people don't realize that. And I've had a few people come to the field and say, okay, we're coming with this big group. We have our own uh, masks and everything. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But everybody that comes on, I take a look at their gear. Yeah, you almost, you, it's going to get to a point where you need to have a, you know, a band for putting on the masks, just like people do with crony checks at big games. 
Yeah, yeah they put and, like a zip tie yeah, on the tank. It's going to need to be the same thing soon. Yeah, because yeah. even if even if they like, even though it's not my fault that they get hurt and they get take a shot to the face with the mask right now, it still is a ding and has to be reported on my insurance. So for me as a field owner, I'm checking your gear before you get anywhere near my play area. Well, leave it to Murica where everybody's sue happy and. You know. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. And I mean, I'm, we're starting to see a bigger and bigger trend because I actually saw it at PRZ in some of the photos. Is those those mesh masks, those half yeah, masks? Yeah. So, ironically, I believe the actual uh, requirements in Ontario, and I'm not sure about the rest of Canada, um, is only that your eyes are covered by yeah, in Ontario. ASTM projectile rated to whatever standard that is. So, the actual uh-huh. ear and mouth covering that is standard in a lot of areas is not required here. Um, yeah. Quebec is the same. Most of the people that are coming wearing the mesh masks are coming from Quebec. Um, they're, they're still relatively uncommon here, and I think PRZ is the only place that lets people use them, and only at private events. Yeah, because I seen one guy running. He had the mesh half mask, he had the goggles, and then he had these big like military grade earmuffs looking things, <laughs> right? The radio. And I'm Safety thinking things, like, yeah. yes, I get that those are protecting your ears, but they're not exactly held on very well. I mean, it's it's just a set of headphones. Yeah, that's a lot of bulk. I mean, to each their own. If you're willing to do it, you're willing to do it. Absolutely. I don't know if the mesh masks are actually unsafe in any way, shape, or form. So yeah, I don't think they're tough. I bought one just to look at. I could stand on it, and it doesn't change shapes. So. Oh no, I'm sure they're perfectly safe. I mean, it's a wire mesh that's that's going to hold. But you back catch the a shot right in that gap between the mask and below your eye, and it's not going to feel very good either. That's what I was exactly. thinking. Is what happens when those go- when a paintball hits those goggles and forces them up just a bit? Unless you're one of those guys. Wearing the mesh mask, the goggles, the helmet, the the what the hell, the headphones, um, you know. And again, that's a lot of gear to wear. Where I can just slip on a mask and away I go. Yeah. Right. So that and you know, that goes back I think to the, the mask looks better, anyways. You know, it, it sounds like this guy comes from the one you're describing. Comes from an airsoft background, and is playing paintball at the same time, and he's got his LCF factor on, you know, eleven. Yeah, and that's how he likes to rock it. Yeah, and I mean they're probably they look like fully functioning radios too. So I mean, you know the guys oh, yeah. probably got like crystal clear, crystal clear uh, communication, and everything. But I'm just, I don't know, man. If I'm playing paintball, I want a paintball mask. Like the mesh well, we, thing looks really cool and it looks incredibly comfortable. I've just gotten used to it. I mean, you find the right mask and it doesn't bug you anymore. Right, I slap on the I4 this year and like it's every bit as comfortable as an I4 but lighter, and that's why it's become my preference. See, that's that's the point I wanted to, to get to earlier before Hooligan interrupted our, our moment. Whatever. Is <laughs> the KLR. I keep hearing that it's like the I4, but slightly better. It's just, it's lighter. That's what it does it for me. It's so light that I can barely tell I'm wearing a mask. I'm going to have to try one time because okay. awesome. I know the I4 is light as hell. So. Oh, it is? I think the I4 See, I don't is the lightest they have right now. I actually find it to be heavy enough that it almost feels like it's falling down on my face. I mean, dye okay. uses nice strong polymer blends. Yeah. Uh, but the, the catch is that they're heavy. Hmm. So I mean, there's I've got nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. I still own an I4, um, but I like the KLR more right now. Now it's funny. You have, I'm, I'm, you have some in stock. No, good luck with that. Keeping stock on them is hard. They're a very popular mask. Okay. They're probably going through the same trend the I4s went through because I know there was a period of time where everybody wanted I4s. Yeah. It is. I guess they've got some joint ownership thing going on with ANS gear, so ANS gear is hogging up most of the stock and yada yada yada. Uh, I get I get some every week or two, um, but usually by the time I've gotten them, they're already sold. Wow. Well, put me on the waiting list because I trial gear all the time. 
kit monster that I am, and I have a family that likes to steal my kit after I get my hands <laughs> on it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you know, my two sons and my missus and probably the dogs at some point, too, when they develop paintball gear for them. Um, but, yeah, I'll definitely take a KLR and uh, give it a spin. And I'll try one out when I, next time I see somebody with one. I'll just be like, you, give me your mask. Right well, now, I really wish that Die would come out with, like, an I-5 or an I-4 Extended or something. Having a long face, I love the I-4 to death. I love the aggressive look. It's, my jaw is always exposed. And I don't get the luxury of growing a beard. You need the extended bottom Vio. That's going to be about yeah. your only option. I was looking yeah, at it, bio. and I find the field of view isn't as high as the I-4s. Yeah, it's a trade-off. Like it's like so identical. I much attention. Just didn't fit my head right. Like I went to uh, our local uh, shop. Guardian, in Guardian's saying yeah. identical. He's saying identical. Guardian's yeah. saying identical. I, I I find it was a difference. I, I just I don't know. I did I didn't get the, the exact same field of view. That's all to each their own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I now want to do an episode. It's a very personal choice. And yeah, line up a bunch of people and not tell them what masks we're putting on them, and then just have them look through it. Because I yeah. owe both. The Pepsi challenge with masks. <laughs> Hell yeah, exactly. that would be cool. Exactly. Yeah. The Guardian Mask Challenge. Does this because one smell like chloroform? The, uh, the foam in the VO is much more comfortable, I admit. Oh, yeah, the, the, the dye foam the sucks. What are you talking about? I yeah, love the, the foam in the dye. I find it... I That's found because you I don't know anything so else. Fast. What are you talking about? I don't know. I've been through like seven masks before I got to the I-4. Yeah, can you see the shape of his those face? All He's going to hide that thing all equally. the time. You try my VO next time you're out, you'll fall in love. Deal. Try it before like he wears it. Really are you, are you coming to Jester's game or what? I... Probably won't be there now. Well, then I guess I'm not trying the BIOS. But hopefully I have a KLR by that time. Yeah, make sure it's a new gen. Oh, now we're getting the technicalities. Awful. Look, I just want a simple mask like I can put on and say I like it or not. Come on now. I'm pretty sure at this point they're all new gen. Oh. Uh, I don't uh, think you're gonna we're gonna run into any more issues like you had with yours the very first time you tried it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like you got an early model one, so maybe it was just a, a flawed version i guess if you want to call it that but it was a hopefully lemon. they worked out those kinks because it was bad i like i just met guardian at this point i might have known him for a month and he raged like there was no tomorrow i've, I've never so seen him rage mad. like that since <laughs> it's true you were pretty angry well i had to borrow a fucking rental mask it was so bad yeah it's pretty bad that is pretty bad hey look at this sorry i just found the instructions on my smoke grenades See, now that's something that's important, too. Oh, uh, is it an Enola Gay? It is. Open it up. There's some really funny stuff in there. You're kidding, right? Like the peel-back instructions? Yeah. Right oh, at the end okay. of it, it says, don't be a dick with our products. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. Those lines. Uh, I believe it was, in fact, those words. But uh, I can't get it open. It's tearing. Uh-oh. He's going to set that off in his, his house right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. It's happening. Actually, on the drive home, I ended up driving through, I don't know, some part of Ontario, and I guess it was just, like, the smell of Ontario. But uh, I was legitimately worried I set off a smoke grenade in the back of the car. <laughs> um, but you didn't drive through Hamilton, because that's probably what it would have been. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm I'll be to... back in a second. What? He had to go. <laughs> you got to go? You got to go. Hold on. Okay, I got French. He's, he's AFP away from podcast. French. Hold on. Let me see here. Got French, <laughs> Dutch, Spanish, Portuguese, uh, Swedish, Swiss, 
the Netherlands. Oh, here we go. English. I kind of tuned you out, and I don't know what we're talking about now. Uh, Anola <laughs> gay grenades. grenades. Um, oh, okay. So <laughs> it's but it's, it's funny because you're talking about uh, reading the instructions, <laughs> and I was looking at some of the uh, owner's groups for some of the markers and airsoft and everything, and I've noticed a trend that people are, like, posting, oh, well, this isn't working properly, or this isn't working properly. Have you checked out? Uh, yeah, everybody ignores them and says, just look at the FAQs, frequently asked yeah. questions, or read the manual. Yeah, check people the manual. Are, are tired of dumb questions because you're um, too lazy to read the manual. So check this out. I just ripped off the, the instructions of my Enola Gay smoke grenade, and it says, and I quote, Remember, pull ring sideways. Do not use in public places. Do not use in sports stadiums. As with all pyrotechnics, there is a risk of fire. Don't be a dick with our smoke grenades. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I was actually really impressed. I, I managed to uh, – I got to use some at PRZ, and they were really, really good. I smoked yeah, out a hallway. It's an amazing product. Which was pretty fantastic. And the best part was – um, I bought three, I used one, and I came home with three, and I'm not quite sure how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Were they the little ones you got, like the $10 each ones or whatever? Uh, little as in, like, the size of my hand? Yeah, he was thinking of something small to use. <laughs> <laughs> They're little like my hand. Were, were they the, they were the $10 ones, though? Well, they were like 12 bucks or uh, 10 for if you, 10 each if you bought three. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, okay. so they're pretty cool. They pump out a ton of smoke. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, totally guys, I have breaking news. hydro testing laws. What? That's Canada not breaking news. updates hydro testing laws. Yeah, that's probably not that's for our tanks. Been up for like three our weeks. tanks. Listen up. That's been up for three uh, weeks. It's any tank <laughs> than 61 cubic inches no longer needs to be rehydro tested. Sorry, what size was that? 61 <laughs> cubic inches. Oh, from the yeah. ground. Wait, uh-huh. Under 61? And under 61 no longer has to be hydro tested. Oh, so 48s don't need hydro anymore. Up to uh, 50s don't need hydros. Holy crap. 48s and the 13s, and obviously 17s as well. Uh, Badlands Paintball just posted that on their Facebook page. Yeah, they that's it on their website for like three weeks. Yeah, it's been there for a while, but the point is is that... Uh, and we haven't talked been... about it? Because we no. didn't know about it until now. Well, <laughs> we run it, ran into something really it. fun uh, with uh, when we we'd have the ten CI tanks now. Yes. Um, and we were actually before that. I don't know if you saw it, Maxim. We had pictures of a of a tank. It was silver on the guns. It's actually mm-hmm. a six CI, and there is actually a little thing in uh, the TC and DOT standards that says if it is under one hundred CCs, it actually doesn't even need a stamp on it. No. So it just needs to be a cylinder. It's fine. Yeah, so we were going to go ahead with that. With this, we have a, the six CI, but we came to the realization that we would have to put a little card in the package with every single one of them that explains that to every single field out there, which would just cost so much money. And just think of all the emails you'd get too. My tank didn't come with a stamp. You don't need it. Are you sure? Yes, but are you sure? Like, we could just do an episode about it, and you could put a Maritime Milson podcast card in there. Yeah. You know, just listen to it and it would explain it. See? Guardian's our marketing huh? guy. <laughs> <laughs> just need one of those little singing. Got to get the same tech that's in the singing greeting cards. So, like, when it comes out of the tank, you just pull a tab and it starts talking. 
Oh. And when the battery's dying, it sounds like it's talking to Satan. Exactly. <laughs> you don't need to have a stamp. Except they'd all sound like that through the winter, right? Because the batteries would die in the cold. So you just That's like true. pull the tab, and it just sound like Satan coming out of a cardboard. But it'd be, it'd be Satan with his teeth chattering. <laughs> I just don't need to <laughs> Exactly. Um. Sorry, I had another question. To the here. tanks, most of us use 13 CIs, though, so it's not really they, relevant. Yeah, I mean, Canada has kind of half-ass been living on the two-by-two two rule that actually didn't apply to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the the laws involved tank. in this sport are just so vague sometimes, it's ridiculous. It's true. This is legal, this isn't legal, this is the standard that we follow, but technically there's no law according to it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a whole lot of gray areas. We, yeah, we operate in a gray area. We shoot people for a sport. It's a hell of a gray area. <laughs> um, well, speaking of tanks, I got a question there for you, Evan. Yep. Uh, I was going through your wicked website today and was looking at your products, and since we're talking about air tanks and everything, I saw a regulator, and I believe it said Immortal Air on it. Have you guys started carrying their products? Yeah, we're just uh, basically bringing them in right now. Um, we've, we've still, I mean, the node sells really well. It's a really great product, uh, but we still have demand for a lower-cost bottle. Um, yes. And the Immortals seem to work quite well, and the price is right. Sweet. Um, so, I mean, there's all this claim around, you know, people are, like, doubling their shots and stuff like that. Um, and I've tested them. I cannot come up with anything that looks any better than any other tank I've used to test. Um, okay. But it's a decent regulator. It seems well made, um, and the price is right. Yeah. So. And they're they're a smaller unknown American company up here right now trying to push. Yeah. So in it's too. I believe the guy's name is Dan Colby. He's actually the guy, and this is again by my understanding that brought HPA into paintball. Oh, nice. Um, wow. So he's he's a guy who's been around the block a whole lot of times. We're talking uh, uh, Immortal Air? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I believe they, he they, worked for Gorilla, Gorilla Air, and then left and started Immortal Air. Yeah, he started Air America, actually, I think. Sorry, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And he they, they uh, work exclusively with, uh, was it Akimbo Assassin there as well? Yeah, that's one of their big guys. Yeah. Who but yeah. I'm hoping to bring on the show eventually. Ooh, spoiler. I know. But the Immortal Air products <laughs> do have a really good reputation right now. They do. They, that, like that, I said, they seem decent. And, and again, the big focus is that the price is right. I can sell them with a 10 or a 13 CI bottle for $70 Canadian. Yeah. Nice. We're nice. running out of low-cost options. Even the Ninjas have, have hopped up to about 80 bucks a piece at this point. Um, yeah, until our dollar so, goes back to where it's supposed to be, we're looking for... We're looking well, at hard well, times. Keep in mind that where it's supposed to be, we were sitting at 1.5 to the U.S. dollar for like 20 years. So That's a good point. And that's where yeah, it's supposed where to it's be? Where it's supposed to be is even worse than it is right now. Okay, where it was supposed to be three years ago. Yeah, that was real there nice. It was, a great, it was a great time for when we launched. You know, it, it really helped because we were part of the U.S. dollar, but the average wage in Canada is so much higher. Yeah, we were just spending money left and right in their country. So, um, Evan, what, uh, any big events we can expect Widowmaker or Patch Panel or both? Um, so for the rest of this year, we're actually, our season is finally quieting down. Um, I, I always say I'm glad for the season to end, so I get some time off, but about a month after I have my weekends off again, I'm going to be like, damn, I miss going to events. <laughs> um, so we've got, uh, right now, there's only two or three games left on the calendar for the rest of the year. 
gotcha. will be our next one is PRZ's uh, end of season the Asylum Outbreak game. Uh, we we platinum sponsor PRZ's entire series, so uh, we we do pretty much every one of their games. Cool. Okay. Hmm. It's a shame I won't be able to be able to you know go to that one. That's a lot of driving to do again. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> Asylum games are definitely something to experience. Um, if you you know if you're making the long trip, the season opener is the way to do it. The Fight for Asylum game um, last year we broke 800 people. I think next year we'll probably break the thousand mark. Um, nice. Nice. PRZ is kind of out in the middle of nowhere, as you probably noticed this past weekend. Yep. So, uh, you know, you got to plan to be there the whole weekend. You know, drive up for the Friday, camp two nights, you know, make the whole weekend of it, because that's really where you get your value out of it. And uh, Camp. I'm staying well, in a motel. It's but... not so bad when it's, you know, actually, it's still pretty cold in April, but. <laughs> yeah, we're from the Maritimes, but April ain't summer. April ain't spring. <laughs> No, it barely is here either. So, stand in a motel. It's all good. Then book it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be doing next year, so I'm going to hold off and wait because. Well, actually, fun. I was told to make it a family excursion by my crew here, so I have no choice. Oh, there you well, go. Well, it's actually not a bad idea, you know, if if the the wife and kids don't want to be at the field. You're in Prince Edward County. It is oh. one of our best tourist areas. Um, in Ontario, so not bad. If anything, if I'm going to be going to the opening day in April, I won't have any vacation time left because I already promised the last week of vacation to be used up in Quebec. So I'll probably fly. Just say screw it. Yeah, well, um, my it's family. Not terrible. I mean, when I I flew out to that game uh, in the bunker out near you guys last year, and I think it was like $500 round trip. It wasn't atrocious. Wow. See, now I just priced it. No, actually, never mind. It makes sense. Scratch what I just said. Forget he was speaking. Yes, forget I was right. speaking. It's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not terrible when you account the fact that you don't have to spend 20 hours in a car each way as well. Yeah, this that was true. not fun. Yeah. That There's was a certain fun. value that you can associate with getting that time back. Yes. Well, Probably yeah, I mean, cost. you're going to save <laughs> almost three days of your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. And they're like really long days. Those it was are, cool. Yeah, are... It was fun, right? We had the radios. We were all chatting between the cars. It was really fun on the way down. I almost the got into a back. car accident though. Mm. That kind of sucked. <laughs> so that kept it interesting for me though. Yeah, because you didn't <laughs> drive the whole way. I literally <laughs> drove from New Brunswick right into there, right into PRZ, and then in two days I turned around and did the trip back. Because that's how hardcore he is. For that shit now. Hashtag whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Meanwhile, I did that. we had six of us in the van, and we had TVs in the van, and we were watching movies. And yeah. It was just. It was I'll be honest, Guardian. I didn't oh. think you were coming back, dude. When I saw you in the back of a va- back of a van, surrounded by a bunch of Wolverines, I thought you were a goner. <laughs> you know what's funny is we didn't think he was coming back either because about I half thought a dozen that was times. Mel sabotage. No, no, no. But half a dozen times <laughs> we stopped and asked, "Where's Tucker?" The, the, the running joke was that I was going to get left behind. Yes. So then every time I went to use the bathroom, I was like, "Seriously though, don't leave without me." Because <laughs> because everyone's going to think it's just a joke. <laughs> he, he wouldn't tell anyone where he was going, and he doesn't make any sound when he moves. So you turn his back, you turn your back, and he's gone. And so we all piled into the vans, and we all thought that he was in the van, and we left. Now, it turns out they were just playing a joke on us the whole time. But none of us actually stopped our cars. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> I, right? I picked up on that. Thanks. Yeah. At one point, they were just like, 
Who has Tucker? I'm like, well, uh, I don't know. I thought you had him. No, 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 I don't have him. Do you have him? Nope, we don't have him. <laughs> well, then. And the whole time, we're still doing 120 down the highway. We don't even stop. Nobody slows down. We're just getting further away from the last gas stop we were at. <laughs> and then somebody comes over the radio and, like, he's in the van. Like, well, all right, that's good. And, <laughs> yeah. So. And then it got to the point where it's just like, where's Tucker? Don't know. He's part of Quebec now. <laughs> Nobody's stopping for him. We well, love you, bud. We're just glad you made it back. That's, that's the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. English shared a picture, and it was a Where's Waldo, and he photoshopped me. And <laughs> That was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. It really was. Um, so anyone else got any more any more questions? Anyone got anything they want to plug? Um, there is this one thing. Um, YouTube.com slash NightmarePB. Pretty cool channel. Should probably check it out. Okay, has anyone got anything interesting Blame. they want to plug? Actually, uh, I believe Guardian was talking to me earlier today about um, some BST tips. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone that follows my page, you already saw this today. But um, whenever I get a, a deal in, I always make sure to do an unboxing video. And the main reason for that, other than, you know, if it's a cool item, I can share it. Maybe someone cares. But uh, it's actually a big safety thing so that if the person doesn't actually send you everything they're supposed to, then you have proof that, and you can hold them accountable. So for Oh, we lost them. So for any trades or purchases you make on BST, it is always a good idea to have an unboxing video because then you can present it to the seller and say that you're missing stuff, and you can send it to PayPal and say, hey, I'm missing stuff. My Xbox went in the standby again. <laughs> because I wasn't playing a game. See what happens when I don't play? Yes, we get moments of silence. Attention. It's fantastic. And, but, uh, anyway, yeah, a few seven-rounders, fast mags weren't there. The guy seems pretty good about it. Personally, it seems sketchy, but maybe it was a genuine accident. We'll see. You never know. Well, you no. never know. It's better Give to be the safe than sorry. Yeah. 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 Give him the benefit of the doubt. And that's that's the only reason for an unboxing video. Just to Absolutely. check did, did you guys see the unboxing video I did when the SMG came out? No. Uh, no. Should I go back and watch that? It? Yeah, I don't. I don't even know where it is. It's probably buried in the Milsig owners group somewhere. I'll find it. I do have an actual I pretty much unboxing just video. Box and happened threw it on the ground, and it was a five-second video. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 I do have one for my CQB, whereas my first brand new marker since I was like twelve, so that was kind of special. But yeah, yeah I've I've always had this hate for really long, boring unboxing videos, so I decided yeah. to. It's something I always wanted to do when I was running Magfed PV, and I finally got the opportunity with the SMG because I just actually remembered to do it for once. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much just tore the box in half, threw it on the floor, and then held the gun up. Nice. You've suddenly got to like running all these ideas through my mind for my next unboxing video. Like, oh, just come on now. Try to, I gotta try to outdo that. Oh, don't try to outdo it because oh, no, that thing's like like almost like putting a box between two cars and having the two cars pull off in opposite directions and then going and picking up the marker. That takes too long. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no, that's, I got time. that's coordinating I got time. two cars and everything. Like, come on now. <laughs> um, I think it's something. Um, right. A few other announcements. The MagFed League is currently looking for nominations for uh, refs for next season. So anyone that's interested in maybe taking that on. I nominate Rob. 
<laughs> you can. Uh, I think they're looking for people to nominate themselves. Oh. Oh. But uh, I also nominate Rob. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. He's been nominated. Any right. He's been nominated. The guy's a hell of a rep. He knows what he's doing because he's your best friend off the field. But on the field, if you step out of line, he will put your ass back in line. The guy he knows what he's doing. He will hold you accountable. Absolutely. He yeah, he's, he's ridiculous or? that way. It's fantastic. Um, is there anything interesting going on this weekend? No. Next weekend <laughs> there is that. I was going to mention that next. This weekend, we're actually sponsoring slash hosting our first charity event, which is going to be at Seabreeze in Lawrencetown, Nova Scotia. And it's in support of the Canadian Mental Health Association. And it's a Star Wars-themed game. And it's Pump vs. MagFed. Doesn't get much better than that. So and people are actually building their own armor, joining one of the people three are. factions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty and badass. If you have nothing else to do this weekend, you want to get away from your family from Thanksgiving, or even bring them with and bring your turkey and deep de- pride in the parking lot. Go ahead, because this is an event you do not want to miss. Which, by the way, I'm going to miss uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to an event next weekend, and I had to pick or choose. So. Well, you're yeah. doing two events next weekend. That's why, right? I'm doing two events in one weekend. I had to. I had to take the two over the one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm there in spirit. Have somebody do a cutout of me. Yeah, actually, do a cutout of him and put a mask on him this time when you shoot on him because we want safety here. Oh, shut safety. Up. Nick, next weekend you better have the podcast banner. With you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll I will. kick him off the field. Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Um, Evan, you got anything you wanna you wanna plug? Uh, we're uh, we're we're dropping the next uh, limited edition Mills Direct Canada patch tomorrow. There's there's a little secret link to it on my Facebook page right now. I but, saw uh, that. Way to it drop it when sick. I have no cash, buddy. Come on now. Yeah, they're like half gone already. So, yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks, buddy. Just thanks. from friends on Facebook. Now, when I say friends, I mean I think I have like a thousand. Yeah, eleven, twelve hundred Facebook friends now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Come on, I have one like percent. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Thanks. Thanks. Anyways, whatever. No, it's good. They're they're pretty badass looking patches. I was looking at one. I'll probably find the money somewhere because I want one. They're they're pretty cool looking. We've oh, also got know. our uh, Poppy up on uh, PatchPanel.ca. Yes, that is badass. Yeah, supports the Soldier On campaign. That's awesome, man. I well, that works cool. directly with Soldier On, does it? Yeah, yeah. So we're basically donating all of the profits to Soldier On on that. We're not really making anything on it. Um, okay. It's a charity that works with uh, soldiers with permanent disabilities uh, and post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, you know, it's it's an important thing for people to be supported in to know that they're not alone. So uh, with our, uh, you know, we we have a lot of uh, good customers that are in the military. Even Dave, uh, one of my one employee, he's uh, also in the army. So. Um, you know, again, it's just important to see that those guys are uh, as taken care of as they can be. Now, has Soldier On earmarked that money for any of their specific programs, say the uh, equestrian PTSD program, the uh, No, not particularly. Dog? We're no? just going to kind of send them a chunk of money one day. Okay. So, and, they, and like, they, like I said, they have multiple programs to help veterans. They have the uh, Keep Function in Sports, the, uh, the Outward Bounds Outreach, the Service Dogs. So many programs that Soldier On does in Canada for for veterans, like you said. So that's awesome that you guys are doing. Oh, cool! That. So Soldier On does. See if we can make enough to buy them a dog. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. really fantastic. That's awesome. So I'll have to buy two patches tomorrow now or tonight 
I'll probably buy two patches tonight now. Cool. Cool. Um, all right, fellas, I think we're going to call it a night because we are... Uh, at that time? Pretty much at that time, yeah. So It's closing um, time. <laughs> so I have a really at, bored three-year-old here, so it's probably good. Oh, okay, fantastic. So we're like <laughs> 60 seconds away from a meltdown? No, probably not. Just just wearing a Cinderella dress and going through my passport. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. What, what's the three-year-old doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> so... <was> <laughs> <laughs> so Evan awesome man thanks for coming on thanks for chatting with us no worries uh, it was super cool uh, it was awesome actually meeting you uh, last weekend you know yeah it was fun I wish I had had more time to you know not be stuck behind a table but we were obscenely busy yeah don't worry about it because you know you sold you a ton money. of stuff and gotta make money yeah well I mean it was uh, you know this was a real showing of the support from the MegFed community uh, especially our local community and having you guys come out as well um, it was it was a very busy weekend for us. We ran out of a lot of stuff, um, so it was cool. It was fun. Wicked. Uh, Jester Guardian Tier Nightmare. Games are pretty much as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, uh, fellas. Thanks for coming on, chatting again, like every Anytime. week. You got her. So, uh, absolutely awesome. Guardian, best of luck with your event this weekend, because I won't be there. Um, but Jester, I will see you in uh, two weeks at your event. Which we'll talk about next week. I'm sure. going to make a cutout of you, just so you know. Do it. Absolutely do it. just going to be a stick person with a shitty beard. That's, you know <laughs> what? It's going to be a mop dyed red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The similarities are striking. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, fellas. It's always um, working on its marker. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> All right, uh, fellas. See you guys next We're week. done. <laughs> It was awesome. Until next week, everyone. Cheers. Now.